Hey guys! In this episode, I'm going to be talking about why I created a podcast in the first place. I know that seems like a really weird question, and you're like, wouldn't you mention why you created in the first place on your first episode? And I and I thought I would dive in to why I created the podcast in a way that makes me feel a little more comfortable of why I created it. I'm, I'm contradicting myself already, but enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome to What Happens Now, a podcast for me, from me. In this episode, we're going to talk about why did I make a podcast and why I believe that I'm in a place where I don't know what I'm doing and I'm getting to terms with I don't know what I'm doing, which is very scary, honestly. Not knowing what you're doing next after college is a really frightening that because you're like, you go to high school and you're like, I want to get to college or I want to get a job. But now that you're in college, you're like, what? Now what? Like, what am I going to do? And I feel like I developed, like, not an unhealthy relationship with that, but, like, a relationship where I feel really, like, stuck. These are so many different pathways I can go down. And because I'm, I listen to this podcast as much as you guys do, or I, I hope I do. I listen to it a lot. Um. Which is weird because some people don't like hearing their voices. I can listen to my own voice. Which is kind of scary that I can hear myself. I I think it's, I just can't see myself. It's weird. I get really embarrassed if I could see my face. Like if there's a recording of me speaking, I get really nervous. But hearing my voice, I'm not really scared of. I think it's more of the fact that I can't see my expressions I can't see what I'm necessarily doing, so I don't get embarrassed by it, but I've have, I've actually presented things, you, when I was in high school, I remember this, sorry, my psych teacher, I was in AP psych, and we had a talk about a disorder, and I was terrified, because I was like, I can't present this. I'm so scared of public speaking. Even though I had a public speaking class a year before and I got an A in it. It was the same year. I got an A in a public speaking class. But I was just so scared of pu- public speaking. I, I'm, I'm not as scared as I was now. I am a little nervous. But like, I think I was more scared of what I did. Literally. I got an A in a product by the way. I literally recorded myself talking about the talking about what I was going to say in my presentation because we had to do this presentation on a disorder. My disorder was bipolar disorder. I don't know if I already mentioned that. If I did, I repeat myself a lot because I'm just talking from my heart. I don't remember what I said, but I remember just standing there going, "Blub, here is my presentation, and you see me with the head, my head down." Scream, please just watch the video. Please don't look at me. I just can't watch me speak. I get so embarrassed. And I hear myself talking about it. I was like, wow, I did a really, really good job. And I explained it well. But honestly, guys, I had the presentation. And I had my I had my computer here. And, I, and my computer here. I know you guys can't visualize it. But, like, imagine, like, me recording it. But having my pod, my, um my whole presentation on the screen. So I'm just reading my presentation word for word, which is what the teacher told us we couldn't do. So I was really scared. And then after my presentation, 
I, I like added some more details and then I sat down and I was happy and I got an A on it and I was really proud. And you guys are like, how does that tie into what, why did you create this podcast? Because I just wanted an outlet for me to speak without being nervous about public speaking. And I'm really scared, guys, because I need to talk to a career advisor. I might do a podcast of me talking talking about what I talk to about the career advisor. I need to talk to a career advisor because I am scattered. I have so many different ideas of what I want to be, and I just need to pick one. And it's like, do I pick the one I'm going to love? And it's like so hard for me because when I first went into college, I wanted to be a child psychologist. So I wanted to work with children, and I wanted to be a psychologist. Okay, that was my original goal. I wanted to live in a big city, and I wanted to become a psychologist, mostly dealing with low-income families get to get them the support that they need. Because I think that is a field that um, needs more support because of the um, just the inner city just needs more support. And I wanted to be that kind of support for people. Um, I'm gonna cry um, because I feel like I feel I don't want to say no one cares but I really care about it because I really really um, I really think it's important and I think um, sometimes they get forgotten I'm not really forgotten it's just it's just hard and I'm from a suburb so I can't really speak on city life but like I want to help people, and I want to help people who need the most help, um, and I want to help, I think one of the things is, I want to help hundreds of people, and I know, I know, of course, you need to start small, and I know people are going to be like, you need to start with helping one person, and I get that, and I understand where you're but I want to help hundreds of people who might be struggling with things because I just think some people just need someone to listen to them and listen to their struggles and it's it's really hard to um talk about issues that we have like I my whole podcast my mental illness podcast that I did with Brandy was so well received but at the same time I was like that was therapy for me just talking about things and if I could do that for another person, I've done my job. I, I would be the happiest girl. So that's one path. I know I got really emotional, and I'm crying currently. So um, that was my first idea. I was like, that's what I'm going to go in, and that's what I thought I was going to do my freshman year. My then summer hit, and then I took um, Intro to Conflict Management, which is a great class. If you're a freshman and you need to take a class, take that one. Great summer class. It's good because some classes aren't good online. That's a class that I would say is good online. I took Alice in Psychology, and that wasn't really good online. But um, my um, Peace and Conflict class was. Um, not say my abnormal adolescent. It was just, it was just, I think it could have been easier if it was in person. But my intro to conflict management was a great class. And then I took that. I'm like, I want to be a mediator. I want to help solve conflict. And I was like, well, what can I do with solving conflict? And then I thought, 
I want to be an HR representative or an HR person. And I thought about that and I was talking to my parents and my mom was like, Sarah, you're going to be working with adults. I'm like, yeah, I know, but I really, really, I really, really want to solve conflicts. I love solving people's problems. Maybe to an extent where I love solving your problems, that sometimes I care more about your problems than you do. And then sometimes, like, I'm caring so much about your problem that I don't really see my problems necessarily, which is not a good combination, as you can tell or as you can see, because then I put all my effort into you, but I don't really care about me. And this is part of my personality. I think I care more about other people's before self which is great, but sometimes I forget about myself, and sometimes I neglect myself, which is not really good for you. So I was like, I was toying, toy, toying is maybe the wrong word. I was throwing that area up in the head, throwing that idea into mine. So I was thinking, child psychologist or mediator or HR. HR, I'll, I'll consider HR mediator as one. Then I, I was thinking that and I was still thinking that until I and until like the winter before I went to Florence, I was like talking to my mom and my mom was like, you, Sarah, you love to argue. You should be a great lawyer. And I was like, that might be really cool because I love helping people and I love to argue, <laughs> which is kind of a bad trait. But I I don't want to say I love being right. Because I'm not always right. And saying I'm always right is a really bad thing. But your girl likes being right. Let's be real. I don't like being wrong. It's not the fact that I can't learn from being wrong. I just think I want to be right. Like, I would be the kid in the class in, like, elementary school. Not that I believe this now. That would say, like, 2 plus 2 equals 5. It doesn't equals 4. But I was so... I'm defiant in that way. I really am want to be right to my detriment in some aspects. And I'm okay on finding my flaws. I think people think, sometimes I feel like people think they're so, I don't want to say perfect, but I feel like sometimes you have to admit your flaws. I have a lot. I put myself in a high standard, so I'm putting you in a high standard. And sometimes that can become a little overkill. Like, I, I remember in fifth grade or in middle school, eighth grade, it was a science project. I was working in a group. And this girl was like, okay, so we were talking about rocks. I did my job. I'm not a person's job. So what I did Literally, if I remember all I did, I did a PowerPoint game, which I I told my group I was going to do. Because I was like, I can do this. It's going to be a lot of work. But I had, I think we had two guys doing something that would be a lot of work. But it would be a different type of work. It would be a lot of work with building something. And we talked about rocks. And I had the more, like, academic part of it because that's what I was interested in doing. Um, and I was kind of a leader of the project. Your girl wants to be a leader. Um, which some people, if they know me, they're like, you're not a leader, sir. You're a follower. No, 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 no. Come hell or high water, I will be your leader. 
I just don't like asserting myself in a leader position unless I can handle it. I'm still leader of that group. I, I worked really hard on my project. And there was one girl. I remember this. There was one girl in our group who didn't do her section. And she's like, I didn't do it, guys. And we had to tell my science teacher that we she didn't. I, I think I was the one who spoke up. I'm like, we didn't finish it. Can we please go tomorrow? I know we're going to get points off. Granted, we still got an A in the project because I think I talked. I think I was, I, I, I told her the truth of that. We didn't finish it. I spent all night working on her section of the project and we all presented it. And we got an A, and I was like, "Woo!" And our presentation was so good. Um, I don't want to say shameless plug that later she's like, "If we finish early, we can play Sarah's game." Shameless plug. So she really liked my game, and I was really proud. Um, so that was exciting. That was really exciting because I never felt so proud of myself, but I did in that point. I am a weirdo when it comes to my weird successes. Like, I remember, I want to say it was a 10 for 11 group. No, it was 10th grade. We were playing soccer. And my friends who know me know this story. Or, like, my best friends know the story. We were playing soccer. And I was goalie. My friends were kicking the ball randomly. I love them. But, but I blocked the ball every single time it was impressive they would try because they had good players but i was a good goalie this teacher comes onto the field no lie they they were kind of respectful of not kicking it over my head because like i i'm not i'm five foot i'm not really tall so they were they were trying not to kick it so they would the kids who would play would be fair to me. They wouldn't try to, like, kick it in my over my head. This lady, this grown lady, kicked it over my head to the point where I couldn't really grab it because I was like, why are you on the field? It, she kind of distracted me for a moment. And she kicked it over my head, and she's like, oh, they got a point. I'm like, first off, um, excuse me? And I was so mad. I didn't say anything, but... It was, like, not even a real gym teacher. It was a sub. I, I was this close, guys, to, like, march in to speak to actual gym teacher and explain what happened. Because I was like, that is not fair. I am busting my butt trying to be a great teammate. And this sub kicks it over my head. That's not fair. That's not good for me. And I was really sad about it. And I'm still, like, I have a grudge to say. I don't know why I still have the grudge. It's soccer, and it was in, like, high school. But I have a grudge. So, anywho, I don't know why I went off topic to talk about that. That was a little off topic, Sarah. But I'm just talking, and I love to talk. I have an issue with that. Anywho, so then my sophomore year of college. I don't know why I'm going flip-flop. I'm just telling you where it's about me. My sophomore year of college, I took a forensic psych class with Doris. Doris. I love Doris. 
more than I love doors, I love this class. I was like, we get to talk about serial killers and why they kill their victims? What? That's so cool. Granted, I like, okay. I'm, I need to, I'm like putting my finger up. You guys can see it. I, I don't agree with their choices of killing an individual. I do not think that's morally correct. I don't think anything of that I couldn't do it myself. I don't think it's allowed, but I don't think it's great. Good, but it's so fascinating. Why do they kill people? Like what, what switch in your brain can make you kill someone else? That fascinates me too. Like, I just want to like, what, what in their brain? Like, is there, is something switched? How does someone become a psychopath? And are psychopaths really normal? Or could they fake be normal? Or sociopaths? Could they be, they're all around us. And it's so interesting. And I'm like, I want to be a forensic psychologist. I just want to study this. And it makes me happy. I don't know why it makes me so happy. And I don't know why I'm whispering about this it just makes me so unbelievably happy to just learn about it it fascinates me i want to know more about it and i've never taken a class where i was like i want to know more about you besides no well i really like my abnormal psychostopies i like to i like learning about mental disorders because it kind of tells me that's how the brain was working like like, that's how the brain did what they did. What? That's so cool. What? And, and people who aren't psych students, I need to preference this. If you're not a psych student, I love, 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 love psychology. I love learning about how your brain works. I just love it. It makes me happy. It just brings so much joy to my life that none other job field can ever do. Psychology makes me happy. It just makes me live in a in that kind of jury. But learning about why we think we think, learning about why we discriminate, why are we racist, why do we kill people, why do we listen to music? I always wanted to know, like, why why do certain songs change your mood like why do i cry when i hear like a script song why do i smile when i hear happy by frau just it's so, so cool to me why do some songs make me cry instantly why do some songs make me laugh why does it make me happy I just want to know, and it's, I just want to know why music makes me happy, why I love psychology, I love forensic psychology, I like positive psychology, I like humanistic psychology, I love cognitive psychology, I, like, I even like psychoanalyst. Freud, you were a little creepy to think that little guys, children of their, I want to have sex with you, that's a little odd. Not gonna lie, but it's so interesting. How did his brain think 
of unconscious. I, I'm making a weird moment. It's so cool. And it makes me so happy. And I and I know I keep saying that. And I know I'm just kind of like makes me happy. And it just it just makes me think. And I know this podcast has been just a bunch of me just talking about why I enjoy psychology and why I enjoy what I'm doing. But the main point of this is find your joy. Find something that you could spend hours talking about. I could talk I could talk about psychology for hours. I might have to look things up because I don't remember everything. But it just fascinates me. Like children develop in different stages. How you go from seeing no object permanency to object permanency. Like how you get from there you know there's nothing, the the bear is gone to no, the bear is just a nice blanket. And I just wanted to say, before I end this podcast, if you're, if you're, if you're, if you're listening at home and you're like, oh my god, that's so cool, try psychology. Um, I love it. I love psychology. I know this could be a love letter to my psychology love. And I might put that in the description. A love letter to psychology. I think it's really funny. But... The main point of this podcast of what happens now is find something that you love. Because finding something that you love will make you the happiest person no matter what it is. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to my podcast, What Happens Now. This episode, I was really excited to do this episode. It's kind of like of love letter to psychology. I'm gonna call it that. That's just so great. But I'll see you guys later in next week's episode. Peace!